0: You're listening to the Living Well with Carol podcast featuring Carol Anglin, DFW's holistic wellness coach and recovery strategist. Your health is up to you. One million Americans die of heart disease and diabetes every year. About 93% of those deaths may have been prevented just by changing what was on their fork. What else can you prevent, avoid, or improve? Here's your host, Carol Anglin.
1: Hi, this is Carol with the Living Well with Carol podcast, and we are on the OBBM radio network. I am so excited to be with you today, and I am even more excited to bring forward forward to you my guest today, which is Jessica Hammock. She is amazing, okay? She is a certified trauma specialist and a licensed professional counselor. She has spent the last 12 years in the educational system working with students and their families to both teach and counsel them on ways to cope with all of today's challenges. And let's just face it, the last 18 months has been crazy, right? And this time more than ever, the children and parents and a lot of people need this type of skill taught to them her passion is that we learn the skills to experience emotional freedom from all the pain and trauma we have experienced in life. So welcome, Jessica. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today. I love that you're here. I can't wait to hear more. If you've caught any of the lies, we have just been chatting away, and we've got some great information to share with you. So tell me just briefly, tell us and how the last year and a half has been different in relation of mental and emotional health.
2: Absolutely. Well, I think one thing that we lose sight of as we go through our everyday life is recognizing what our basic needs are. So there's a lot of great theories or pictures or mentalities out there. My favorite to kind of describe it best is Dr. William Glasser, and he talks about five basic needs. Those five basic needs are love and belonging, survival, freedom, power and fun and those things were impacted significantly in the last year and a half and different people were impacted for different reasons when i talk to most adults they would say that um, their freedom and their fun has been impacted the most the freedom to have Um, independence, to make choices, to go along the direction that they want to go. But when I talk to the students, the kids and the teenagers, their love and belonging was impacted the most. So at any level, whatever we do, behavior is communication. And what we've seen is a lot of behaviors come up, and most of it is communicating to us that those needs have been impacted. It actually, the last 18 months, is really a traumatic event for most of us. Now, trauma is caused through injury to our nervous system and our relationships. It doesn't always have to be labeled as a disorder. It's just an injury or an and, um, a, a hurt that we experience in our relationships or interaction with other people. And so when that happens, you see a range of different behaviors show up. And so what I like to say is we had a lot of isolation and we had a lot of fear because of some, so many unknowns. And when you have isolation and fear paired together, it leads to psychosis. And so we experienced a type of psychosis in our brain. We couldn't rationalize anymore what was safe and what wasn't safe, and that led to a whole range of unhealthy coping skills.
1: Absolutely, and we had discussed earlier on the live how these children uh, they are faced with way more information, Mm -hmm. way more technology way more everything, yes. and they don't have the maturity level mm-hmm. built up yet to deal with that. Yes. So you throw, so you got that anyway, mm-hmm. and now you throw a pandemic in.
2: Yeah. You know, with kids, we teach them, especially um, by the age of like five or six, we teach them what's safe and what's not safe and how to take risks and how, where not to take risks. For example, when you're taking a kindergartner to school, you're teaching them, it's okay to walk into a room full of strangers and an adult you don't know, you can be safe here. And we teach them that's a normal skill. But then we also teach them, don't let a stranger walk up to you in the grocery store and talk to you. (laughs) What the last 18 months have done, though, is said no adult is safe no environment is safe. So we have taken normal risk-taking behaviors that we encourage in our growth in life and said, absolutely, we cannot ever take risks again. We have created an extreme environment of fear for our children. And most adults don't have great coping skills for how to deal with the fear, the anxiety, and the stress that they have. So then the the children are going to mimic or mirror whatever they see their parents doing. And coupled with The older they get, the added pieces of technology and access to media and all the news we play in the background, they're inundated with the fact that nothing is safe anymore.
1: Well, and not only do you have all of that, now you have 5G running through the house, yes. running under the ground. <laughs> it's inundating them. I know a lot of kids will sleep with their phone in the bed with them. Yes. That you have that at their brain. So that on top of everything else. Oh,
2: absolutely. Their system, their nervous system is continually on edge or on the go because they don't have any place or space where they're for most families where they've been intentional to say no turn the technology off take a break reset let's kind of reset our immune system reset our connection to each other that was for the most part wasn't being done because we didn't we had the adults had so much fear of the unknown and then we added all that step in with our kids and most of the shows that they watch and information that's given to them isn't actually helpful coping. And so they live in this place of the the rate of anxiety that I've seen in children and youth is extreme this last year.
1: It's almost like a lot of the shows out there are teaching them dysfunctional living.
2: Yes. Well, and if you actually pay attention to most of the TV shows that are out there, there's no parents that are safe or healthy. They kill the parents or the parents are, are always fighting or they make fun of the parents. So actually teaching the, st- the children to look for adults that are healthy and safe is taken away from them just very subtly.
1: Wow, that that is incredible because I just can't even imagine. It's hard enough realizing what the kids had to deal with. So, you know, down to, you know, if they were even remotely exposed, Mm -hmm. they had to go home and quarantine. Yes. Or even before that, they all had to go home. Mm -hmm. And then parents had to cope and deal with how do I work, provide a living and manage children now. Teachers had to figure out. How they teach and educate mm-hmm. and get kids to comply. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of people struggling, right? So I I, j- I can't even wrap my head around how all of this is managing and manifesting and what this is going to look like. What it's what this is going to look like in even another year as far as the coping mm-hmm. and where people are at emotionally.
2: Yes, I think that. That is one thing like people make decisions that are in authority that don't often consider the ramifications and families, marriages, um, you know, relationships have had the greatest strain that they've ever experienced in their lifetime. And no one has ever prepared them for the fact that we're going to strip everything away from you, including your basic needs that you might have for survival and expect you to come out on top. Wow. And we've put them in a society that's always given them access to everything quickly. You know, now they don't have the same access to Amazon deliveries or grocery store things. Everything, if you talk in any industry, everything is delayed access. And they're has stressing out because they've always had instant access. Yeah. What they haven't had instant access to is to recognize that they have a choice and they have ac- opportunity to control their reactions and to process emotions.
1: That is so good. And we're going to talk more about that in just a minute after we hear a word from our sponsors.
0: We'll be right back with more from Carol after these messages. Don't forget to subscribe to the OBBM Network on Spotify or wherever you're listening to podcasts. Be right back to power on with Dr. Dean. Dr. Dean Family Chiropractic has been serving Irving for 20 years, correcting whiplash, sciatica, headaches, and low back pain because when the pressure's off, the power is on. Most people don't realize that a healthy spine equals a healthy nervous system. Just how many ways can that impact your life every day? Sports injuries, motor vehicle accidents, even the wrong shoes at work or play. The power is on at Dr. Dean Family Chiropractic in Irving, Texas. Call 972-258 six two two zero that's nine seven two two five eight six two two zero dr dean's got your back update your brand and let the world know you mean business minuteman press serves frisco and surrounding areas with print marketing promotional products and they'll even craft creative new brand elements that showcase your services in powerful ways call 460-294-0702 and get your promotion started today Get your print on call 4692940702
1: Still doing your own audio and video media?
2: If you're creating your own video series,
0: TV, podcasts, and ad files, you're not focused on your business.
1: Your community needs you to keep being awesome while professionals take care of audio and video details. Bet
0: you didn't know your show could have a studio audience with Q&A. And applause. Take your TV and podcast show to the next level. Focus on managing the business end of your inner celebrity.
2: Get over here to the OBB Network Studios at Grace Point Media in Farmer's Branch. Discover three state-of-the-art, television studios. Two podcast studios equipped for multiple participants
0: and audience guests. OBBM Network Studios at Grace Point Media is the highest level of set direction, audio video production quality, network programming, and broadcasting for your business.
1: Your message could be in front of people you want to reach right here in DFW and beyond.
0: Call 214-714-0495 to talk through your ideas now. 214-714-0495. It's time to make media work for you.
1: Hi, this is Carol, and we are back with Jessica Hammock, a certified trauma specialist and licensed professional counselor, and we are talking about the impact of Not only this day and age growing up, Mm -hmm. but now growing up in a pandemic. Can you tell me what you were just talking about?
2: Yes, I think that one thing that we haven't taken account really in society when we're looking at our children and our youth is the impact of things like masks on them. Because honestly, um, we are looking at their physical health which is a concern. But at the same time, we've, we have not looked at the mental health aspect, their emotional aspect, the spirit of them, the heart part of them, how it's affected them, their soul, their what they believe, their mind, will, and emotions part, and the societal impact. And all of those things create a barrier for them to grow in a healthy and safe environment. So while we're saying out of our mouth, this is healthy and this is safe, we're actually putting in place all the barriers that prevent them from believing That is healthy and safe.
1: What are some of those barriers?
2: I think that at a basic level, kids look for that love and belonging, like I mentioned. And a child that walks into a classroom wants to have open access to their friends to be able to interact freely. And we've shut that down by saying, no, you need to stay six feet away from somebody. No, you need to put this mask on because if you cough, you're a bad person. And it's not even about health and safety anymore. It's about you're a bad person oh because you have something. And there's very, so trauma is created from a, like I said, a break in relationship. Our situation. And there's so many places out there that are forcing children to wear a mask to the effect that adults are forcing it to stay on the face. And you know what that's doing? It's creating a break in that relationship to recognize these teachers and caregivers are safe for me and saying they're not safe for me. They're forcing me to do something that I no longer feel safe in their presence. And they're
1: telling them they're immoral if they don't.
2: Right. And that's where we develop. So there's four core negative emotions that we typically Pick up in a trauma situation, fear and anxiety, um, sadness, anger, and guilt and shame. And most people pick up shame instead of guilt. And guilt, when I interact with individuals, I ask them, did you do anything morally wrong? Did you do anything ethically wrong? or did you do anything legally wrong? And always they usually answer no. And I say, so what you're carrying is not guilt. It's shame. And shame says I am bad or wrong because of a decision. And it's usually not their decision. Somebody else had an action and they feel like they're guilty, quote unquote, when really what they're feeling is shame. I'm a bad person because I didn't believe the same way you did, because I didn't think the same way you did, because I didn't follow the same rules that you followed. Or they
1: misinterpreted uh,
2: social cues because you can't
1: see their face.
2: Yes. And so we have so many kids that are walking around with shame, but are also carrying fear and anxiety. And anxiety is just another word in our social space that we've used to represent fear. But ultimately, it's fear that shows up in our system. Fear is the number one thing that will break down our immune system. We've wow. actually fed them what will physically break down their immune system and actually make them more compromised to develop some kind of sickness internally, externally. So <clears throat> I haven't fully said this, but you know we are a spirit person. We have a heart part of us that per- that spirit part of us connects with our soul which is our mind will and emotions the piece that's stuck in our brain between our ears kind of piece and then we have our body and most therapists or people look at the body we address symptoms that show up in the body Then we go back and we try to to rationalize what's going on in the mind. But the truth is, is, it all originated in our heart. Our heart was hurt or wounded in some way, shape, or form. And I say the mind is kind of like a big sibling that tries to get involved and say, I'm really sorry you're hurt. Let's solve this problem. So it gives you all these thoughts to think about and solve your problem and intervene. And most of them don't work (laughs) because they're not always truth. So then the body is kind of like the super big sibling that says, look, I'm shutting this party down. You two have been arguing long enough and clearly it hasn't worked. (laughs) So they show up with all their symptoms, their headaches, their stomach hurts. They're shaking all the time. They can't stop feeling something. The truth is, is all of that is just a signal that their heart has been wounded. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes the wound comes from a place of somebody has said something or done something that has created fear in me.
1: And a lot of our kids are living in fear and anxiety right now. Absolutely. And you were saying that uh, earlier that, you know, depression, suicide, I mean, all of that is going up. Yes. With our kids, let alone our parents and everyone else. Yeah.
2: So fear is something that is at the base cause of usually all of the rest of them. Depression is something that's really unresolved grief. So everything that they've lost out on participating, they don't actually, grief comes not from a place where somebody always died. It comes from any time our heart had an expectation and it lost out on something. So if I was expecting to go to lunch with you and you had to cancel, I might experience a little bit of grief because I had an expectation that was going to happen. Kids innately expect their parents to provide care and safety for them in a world that is always not safe. So at the very basic, parents haven't been able to provide that at the level that they needed. So they are grieving, and an intense grief that's never dealt with is depression most often.
0: Mm. I am really enjoying this conversation, Carol. I hate to to butt in, but I just had to ask, since this lady is so well-versed in this, because I'm hearing that another side effect of these kids that are being masked continually and the parents, you know, if they're doing that at school, they're doing that when they're walking.
2: They're doing
0: that at the grocery store. They're doing it at every store, so it's a continual kind of thing. Yes. That now when they are in a situation where Where they can take the mask off, they're horrified and you're getting that. Is that something that you're seeing? Absolutely. Is it something that you wouldn't mind speaking to before you get off the air? Yeah,
2: absolutely. I I know we have to go to a break here in just a second, but what I'll (laughs) say is All of the places that we once taught children were safe are no longer safe to them. And in fact, they have learned to recognize that even other people who don't have a mask are unsafe. It goes back to what I mentioned at the beginning. We've created that fear. We've pushed them into places of isolation, and it produces a psychosis. When you're in a psychosis state, everything that is irrational is what you believe, And there's a hard way to, it's hard to find comfort and safety in things that are rational. So I know we need to, you know, at some point transition, but I will say when you're in a a place of psychosis, the best way that you can help a child who is in that place is to provide some sense of comfort to them, to really connect with them and provide what is true love and belonging. But Children, it's very polarizing for them. They're very literal up until the age of 10 or 12. So if they're constantly in places that walk around where they have to wear masks outside in public, in any stores or anything like that, we are teaching them that if you don't have a mask on because I wear a mask, that you're not safe for me. And we've automatically set them up to believe that people are no longer safe, even though they were once best friends. That is a huge detriment to their mental health and safety and what they're going to believe going forward.
1: Absolutely. That's incredible. I I really these kids need more people like you <laughs> and they need more people more of this type of education in the school because they just really need a hug yes i taught school for 17 years yeah. and uh, my last five i taught second grade and they need hugs they Absolutely. need socialization they need to see you smile yeah. well, we'll be back in a minute and i can't wait to dive more into how we help these kids Yes,
0: we'll be right back with more from carol after these messages Don't forget to subscribe to the OBBM Network on Spotify or wherever you're listening to podcasts. Be right back. Be the leader you know you can be. Build your professional network and access education that takes you where you want to go. We are women of all ages and backgrounds. You deserve national recognition and opportunities to build relationships with people you want to work and grow with. Hit the ground running with the Charisma Chapter of the American Business Women's Association. Meetings each month from 6 to 8.30 p.m. on the 4th Tuesday in Farmers Branch, Texas, and online. Come with us. Experience ABWA for yourself. Go to charisma.abwa.org to learn more. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. They're not out to tell you the truth of what's happening. They're out to tell you the picture of the world that they represent. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements and facts, and prevent people from being misled. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit. Subscribe today and join the Americans who are seeking truth and tradition. We'd love to have you on board. Who do you call for IT maintenance and solutions? Hey, I know a guy. Call 877-271-STOP. With One Stop IT Solutions, your business is their number one priority. Your first line of defense in this new cyber world, and with everything on your plate, they're also your peace of mind. Managed IT helps you keep more of your hard-earned dollars, makes everyday tasks easier, and reduces risks you probably aren't even aware of. When One Stop IT Solutions is on the job, you can get back to business and focus on those new ideas you're thinking about with support necessary to get them done. Call 877-271-STOP for DFW IT help you can count on. That's 877-271-STOP. Call today. 877-271-STOP.
1: This is Carol and we are back and we've been discussing how the last 18 months, let alone the last 18 years, has affected our kids. But the last 18 months has been so detrimental to our kids' mental and physical well-being and not to mention parents but we're focused on the kids today because I have Jessica here and that's where her that's her passion is empowering these kids with the tools to help themselves so tell me a little bit more about that Jessica how do these kids what do you do to help them take control and sort through all of the emotions, all of the thoughts, and deal with what's going on. Absolutely.
2: I think at the very basic, I start with educating them with the fact that they have a choice. And so many adults don't even recognize that they have a choice about what they want to think, feel, and believe. But I talk to students and children so much about what is it that you are believing? What do you want to believe? And is that is that something that you want to choose to continue in? you get a choice. And so often when I say that to them, it's just like this stunned look on their face. Like, what do you mean I have a choice? Because they're so used to being fed information and told what to believe, whether that's social media, their family, their friends, whoever. After choice, we really talk about at the basics, what is the difference between fear and truth? because ultimately fear is a big driver in most of our behaviors and most of the outbursts that children experience, most of the breakdowns, whatever you want to call it, but they don't often have truth. And so I explained to them, it's kind of a little bit like a courtroom. They have what we call the prosecuting attorney in their head that tells them all the things that is wrong or bad about them or about life. And the judge and jury in their head has made a decision. They have to believe this and they have to think this way and they have to feel this way. And I say, what about the person that stands up for you that tells you kind of like your defense attorney, what's the truth? I say fear is false evidence that appears real. So when we go and look at it from a science perspective, because kids learn science, we look at if we're going to do a science experiment, we're going to look for all the things that support our answer. And when we really talk about what's the fear you believe, for instance, I'm not safe. Well, what is the evidence that supports that? What are the things that hold that in place? And when they actually begin to think about that, there is nothing that really supports it. So then we talk about what's the truth. What is your source of truth? Where does that come from? Who do you say that is? And so we talk about looking at thoughts that come up because thoughts are trying to help us solve our heart problem, which we mentioned earlier. And so we look at the truth. The truth is I'm not a bad person because I think something different than someone else. The truth is, is I can be safe by taking care of myself in this way, shape or form, going on a walk, taking my vitamins, whatever that looks like. And it's okay to be present with another person who disagrees with us and still hold truth you know, I, some families ascribe a lot to faith. So I talk to them, where do they believe their source of truth comes from? And what does that look like in their faith? If they believe God is their source of truth, are they listening to him? Or are they listening to all the people around them?
1: That's awesome.
2: Because at the very basics, our system is actually wired for joy, peace, and satiety. We're wired to exist that way all the time. And things come in that threaten that. We call it fight or flight in science, our sympathetic nervous system that cause us to go into fear, stress, anxiety. And the thing that brings us back out of that is recognizing what the truth is. So my whole body will relax and reset and I can have peace again.
1: Mm, And so I
2: really help kids and even families have that discussion. What is the truth? And then the last piece we really focus on is identity, because part of that truth is who are you? See, we get the choice to decide how we want to show up every single day. And if we have no idea who we are, which, by the way, most adults don't know that. So (laughs) if I can get them started younger, I do. I ask them, who are you? Like not a good friend, not the role that you play, sister, mother, brother, dad, all those things, but actually who are you? Are you kind and compassionate? Are you an advocate? Are you a friend? What What is those pieces that define the heart of you? Most people don't know. Most kids don't know. And I say, that's okay. How do who do you want to be? Because the the deal is, is we're on a journey our whole life. That's right. And if we can decide who is it that I want to be, then we can make a choice to show up as that person every single day, even if it doesn't feel, quote unquote, like the right thing. And a lot of kids say, well, I want to be strong. And I say, okay, the deal is, is you're actually kind of strong already. You have to decide which kind of strong you want to be. Do you want to be like the Hulk strong that shows up and blows up? every time something doesn't go your way well that's strong but most people were afraid of him or do you want to be the kind of strong that has the strength to recognize this is hard stuff I have tools we can navigate it we'll get through it but I'm going to move forward and not blow up on somebody else because what I'm going through is hard and so we realign every thought every choice every decision back to what's the truth and who do I want to be in this situation
1: Absolutely. How many sessions at a time do you do? With, how do you know how much a, a kid needs? Usually, like, so
2: I spend a lot of time doing triage, <laughs> what I call with kids. So in two to three sessions, we can get them to help define that and get them moving forward with it. I had a student, so you're
1: talking about crisis. Yeah. When yeah. they are in crisis. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I had a student that I met with a little bit more than that for follow-up, but within two to three sessions, constant anxiety couldn't function at all meltdowns at school and at home. And we defined what his truth was. And we defined like what his choices were, what he wanted to believe. And from after session four on he's like, I'm doing great. And it was just a check in. I said, tell me why you're doing great. He said, because every time I feel like I'm going to freak out, he said, I start taking my deep breaths. I think about what is my truth. And I recite the list to myself of who it is that I want to be. I have that list by my bed, in my backpack, in my school books, all my teachers know it, my parents know it and when I have a hard time believing it they remind me of it and that's the thing that has completely helped me to move forward it's complete change in the kid so he's finding people
1: to trust Absolutely. that will encourage him Yes, that is powerful and that's what we need to get back to Yes. Um, I've also, when I work with people that are struggling uh, with um, their wellness, yes. getting healthy because of the way they've eaten, the way they've taken care of their right. body and a pandemic type related things where they're having a lot of anxiety, I incorporate some meditative type things, some things like that, and also using essential oils. Absolutely. Because they can transverse over through the brain and help them regain their emotions as well. well and
2: oils that. help you reset to that uh, parasympathetic system faster to Absolutely. that joy, peace and satiety. and exercise moving. I say recreate to recreate, put down the technology, move away from all those things and actually physically go outside grounding, take your shoes off and yes. walk in the grass, go <laughs> go reset get some your bodies because that will actually reset what's going on in your brain. That's right. Go get in the grass, Yes.
1: <laughs> walk in the grass, be, get yourself. Yes. I know th- that may sound funny, but being grounded, I was talking to a client uh, just this morning, they put a grounding blanket yes. on their bed and they have had so much more energy, less pain in the body, yes. less anxiety, just with that alone. So mindset, yes. movement, nutrition, yes. all of that plays. Absolutely. In. Absolutely. Our We have a
2: second emotional brain in our gut. So it's really important that we take in foods that help connect those feel good emotions. It's not just all stuck in our head.
1: Jessica, thank you so much for being here yes. today. How does somebody find you? What is Absolutely. your number and email? So my phone number is
2: 972-989-3189. That's 972-989-3189. You can find me on the web on my webpage at vibrantvoice.life. That's vibrantvoice.life. Or you can email me at vibrantvoice20 at gmail.com, vibrantvoice20 at gmail.com.
1: Thank you so much. You have been a wealth of information and a pleasure to visit with.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. I've had so much fun. (laughs) Thank you for being here.
1: Until later.
0: You've been listening to the Living Well with Carol podcast featuring DFW's holistic wellness coach, Carol Anglin. Go to livingwellwithcarol.com to discover how you can work with Carol, too. The Living Well with Carol podcast is produced by Offbeat Business Media LLC for the OBBM Network, found on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, and wherever you enjoy podcasts. Unauthorized use of the Living Well with Carol podcast or any OBBM Network brands or media without permission is expressly prohibited. Contact 214-714-0495 for permissions and programming information.